Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Cobra Kai. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal, here we are. Season 2, Episode 9. Big time excited. But before we start, Jason, there yes. is a little surprise I have for you. Oh. I'm very excited to present to you the 1984 All Valley Trophy. Now, what that is, is that is from Whoa. the two-pack of Johnny and Daniel made by NECA action figures. Wow. That is the reproduction of the 84 All Valley Championship trophy there in your hands, and that's my gift to you. Don't you want it? Part of your package? I do, but you know what? You've invited me on the Cobra Kai journey. I would not be here if it weren't for you. It's just my way of saying thank you. This thing is awesome. We'll have to put this online. Yeah, I, yeah, take I a picture this of it. Thing. Put this it on Instagram. Great. Wow, wow. I'm going to carry this with me always. And do not uh, give it away. If you ever have to give it away, give it back to you. Give it back to me. <laughs> I'm keeping it. In fact, I have a trophy case. Not in glass, but I do put all my film awards slash trophies there, and my sports ones are below that. So this has a great place. Oh, this is a miniature trophy. Yes. Much smaller than the other ones, but I do love it. Thank but you. But I think almost at this point, it's probably taken on as much a emotional value as some of those other trophies probably too. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I didn't know you could get an award by doing a podcast. So this is <laughs> great. You are. It's your participation trophy. So this episode is called Pulpo, which is Spanish for octopus. You think I'd know this, but I no. thought you would know this. No, I'm not. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm not fluent in Spanish. I know a fair amount. I can communicate with somebody to a fair degree if they know enough English, but I'm not fluent in Spanish. Well, thank goodness your English is pretty good. <laughs> it's okay. I do all right. This episode's a 9.1 rating on IMDb. Very good rating, as usual. And we open with this great montage of Samantha and Tori as they're individually training in various environments. And it's pretty good stuff. You can tell that this is a build. This is showing their bad blood that oh, lies yeah. between them. Absolutely. They have beef. And it shows the contrasting styles. And I can appreciate both styles. Sam has the more spiritual style. The Miyagi-Do the Miyagi style. style. And then Tori has the kick-ass... I mean, she is smashing the crap out of these bags and out of these mitts that are being held by Miguel. Yep. She is kicking ass. And I'll tell you, at this moment, I'm thinking, good luck to Sam when they do face off. Tori's very Cobra Kai. It's quite impressive. And I love the fact that this Fifth Harmony, who I don't know the band, but I like the song, That's My Girl. Very fitting song for this particular montage. Yeah. I'm really chomping at the bit to see where this winds up, how this winds up. I want to see these two girls face off. And although, sure, I want to be Team Miyagi-Do, right. I may bet on Tori. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I do like the fact that they're doing katas, medicine ball training, kicking bags. But what I found funny was Tori's kicking Miguel, followed by kissing Miguel. You know what? Very much almost a display of dominance, if you will. Because yeah. she, she goes to kick him, right? And then she grabs him, puts him against the wall, and then kisses him. Yeah. You know, almost a masculine method. And then Sam's kissing Robbie. So it's just a fun montage all the way around. Everybody's kissing here. Yes. And so what I was reminded, Sal, when I watched the sequence of this contrasting styles of training was Rocky IV. Going back and forth between Rocky and Ivan Drago sure. and their very different means. Remember, Rocky was doing old school training yeah. in the ice, in the barn. Where was he? In Siberia or something? Yeah, something right? like that. And yeah. Ivan Drago was like on treadmills, yeah. all plugged up with the... Yeah, he had his little suction cup things that they attach to check your heart rate and all that. He had all the latest tech. Yeah. 
and Rocky was out there hauling logs and stuff like hauling that. Hauling logs, doing upside down crunchers or, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hanging upside down, doing sit-ups against gravity from a vertical position. It was position. amazing. And he was ripped. Well, yeah, they were yeah. both ripped, yeah, yeah. actually. No, I love seeing these contrasts. Yes. You see his style, his style. You see her style, her style. You finally get to see how it all comes together and how they both use their skills. Right. I'm really excited to see Samantha and Tori face off. I really am. Yeah. So to me, a nice little tip of the cap homage to that great film. And it was, it was leading us up to, you know, there's some sort of big bout brewing between these two, oh, yeah. between Sam and Tori. Oh yeah. So now we're at LaRusso's and Sam and Robbie walk in holding hands and are ready to tell Daniel and Amanda about their relationship. Yeah. Cause up until this point, it's sort of a secret. Yeah. Right. They're, they're slipping kisses here and there, yeah. holding hands here and there. But it was right here and now they go in to make this known. And what happens? I was not expecting this. No. At all. They walk in and the LaRussos are having tea or coffee with Robbie's mother. Yes. What? I was not. This was out of left field for me. Yeah. I never saw her making a comeback. And so then they sit down. Start having a conversation, a mother and son conversation. And she's clearly upset and she's confessing to Robbie the mistakes that she's made. You know, she knew that Cabo adjacent was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And, and he she, says, I could have told you that. That's what Robbie yeah. said. And she also reveals something else. Well, I like how she says, I know I haven't been there for you. Yeah. You know, she, she admits that. Yep. I want to make things right. And she says she's going to rehab. And Robbie just changes right then and there. Yeah, you start to see his body language. He starts to become more open and receptive like, to oh, what wow, she's saying. Oh, wow, that's great. She could really turn a corner with this. Yeah, but when she said that, I'm thinking, rehab for what specifically? But then she says, the drinking, the pills. Yeah. So she's an addict. And the LaRussos have agreed to let Robbie stay there throughout her time in rehab. Yes. But then they bring up Johnny. Yeah. Well, Robbie can stay with the LaRussos until she's out of the program. Or she says to Robbie, you can also stay with your father. And of course, a quick no from Robbie. Right. But she takes fault for Robbie's relationship with his dad. And she tells Robbie that his dad cares about him and wants him in his life, which I guess Robbie didn't know officially. Yeah. And that was nice to hear that she's not throwing Johnny under the bus for no good reason. She knows that he wants a relationship now. And that was nice. My mother has never to this day told me she's sorry for putting a wedge between my relationship with my father. And, and yet here is Robbie's mother. Right. Being that self-reflective yeah, and that self-aware and able to tell Robbie, you know, I don't want to make my problems with your dad, your problems with your dad. Yeah. So I got to hand it to her. And this is another example of the women of the Cobra Kai universe. Yeah, they're amazing. And don't give up hope, Sal. That they may come. <laughs> with my mother? Oh, yeah, that'll happen. She just needs a good scriptwriter. <laughs> so now we're at Miguel's and Carmen is getting ready to go on a date with Johnny. And her mother's teasing her, which is also nice to see her mother, by the way. Yeah, this was the first time grandma's been back in a few episodes. And I love that she gives a shout out and says, with your outfit, that she's hot for teacher. Yeah, Van Halen shout out, 80s shout out. That was great shout out. And that <laughs> video was shot at John Marshall High School, which is in Silver Lake. Yeah. And we play soccer there Saturday mornings. And that's the same field they filmed Greece. Wow. Oh, so yes. Very historic yes, yes. school in the Los Angeles area. Another Greece connection, not only the car, the 48 Super Deluxe car, yeah. 
but also this too. And since we're talking about Hot for Teacher, I used to go to Sepulveda Junior High with a guy who was in the Hot for Teacher video. He played the drummer as a kid. Wow. Yeah, what was the drummer's name? Oh, I don't remember. It wasn't Michael Anthony. No, Michael Anthony Van Halen was the other guitarist. Anyway, the drummer of Van Halen in the video, Hot for Teacher, it shows him as a kid and that kid named Yano, I went to junior high with him and he was kind of a bully. He was a little guy, but he's kind of a bully. I'm a Cobra guy. I, I hope he's straightened out today. And then Carmen's mother also says in Spanish as they're walking out, don't knock her up. And that was hilarious. And Johnny thinking she said something nice says, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is too funny. Finally, somebody who speaks less Spanish than I do. And yeah. that would be Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence, folks. So they're going on a date and that's wonderful. I think they look really cute together. They have this shared love for Miguel. And we'll see where this romance goes. But does Miguel know that his mother is going out on a date with Johnny? Does Miguel know that? I don't know if we've ever seen him aware of it, but I don't think it's a secret. We've never really had that conversation. I don't think he knows. But I, I think do, the show hasn't showed us that he knows. But I would tend to think that he'd be fine with it. You know, sometimes you're rooting for your mother to be with certain people, right? So if his mother's going to date, who better than Johnny in his eyes? It would make sense. Yeah. But I also did want to factor in the fact that Johnny's 54. Well, okay, we don't know how old Johnny no. Lawrence is, but William Zabka's 54. Johnny Lawrence isn't 54. Okay, how old is Johnny Lawrence? Well, just he was 17 and 84, so do the math. Oh, okay, got it. And the funny thing is, when we first visit Carmen as she's getting ready, I didn't know at first that she was getting ready for Johnny for a date. I look like she's obviously going out on a date, but I didn't know it was Johnny at first. After that great previous episode, I kind of assumed it was happening. Okay, I had forgotten, so yeah. All right, they're going out on a date. And yeah, Miguel may not know, but hopefully he'll be cool with it. So now we're back at LaRusso's and Sam is video chatting with Moon and she invites her and her karate friends to the party she's throwing. Yeah. Well, first Sam is complaining about Tori to Moon, right? right? And she says, I don't know what Miguel sees in her. And then Moon says, well, you've both moved on, right? Exactly. And then this little moment when Sam responds with, right is where we know, no, yeah. she has not moved on. Very hazy details there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I caught that. Definitely Good the point. viewer has to know in that moment where she says, right, is when we learn, no, she has not moved on. Which will come into play. Yeah. So then Amanda enters and shares with Sam her plans for the night with Daniel. Yeah. They're going to have basically a date night. Yeah, they're going out for... Dinner and dancing. Yep. Dinner and dancing. Nice date. And then she says to Sam... I trust you, use good judgment, you know, all those things. Much like a line in Risky Business. We trust you, of course. You're not going to throw a big charade with a bunch of hookers. It's all good. Exactly. But you know what? But these are very crucial and telling moments in the arc of Sam, the character. Yes. Because when she says to her, whatever you do tonight, make good choices. I know I don't have to worry about you. And you see Sam reflecting on her mother's words like, yeah, yeah, I'm the good girl. Right. And, and this is where we start to see the shift in Sam. I think Sam is tired of being a good girl. Well, she's acted out before. Yeah. She threw the big ill-advised party when the family was at the country club. That's right. She told no one about the hit and run that mm-hmm. Yasmin did mm-hmm. in the first episode. Yeah. So maybe Sam's not so sweet and innocent. She's not innocent. She's a good girl, though. She's not a bad person, but she is a teenage girl. I guess she's just a teenager, right? That's correct. She's a teenager and doing what teenagers do. So she was unsure about the party when Amanda came in. When she left the room, she wrote to Moon and said, I'm in. Yeah. So she is going to the party with Miyagi-Do Karate. 
Yeah, because Moon says you can invite your karate friends. Right. So then Sam goes into her wardrobe to see what she's going to wear that night and comes across the octopus. Pulpo. Her, Pulpo. Pulpo. <laughs> that her and Miguel won on their first date, non-date, Yeah. at the infamous golf and stuff. Yeah, where she, if you remember the date, Sam made the first move. Sam was kind of assertive. Actually, she kind of made the first move with Robbie, too. You know what? Sam is, is kind of assertive when it comes to guys. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm going through my own montage and realizing, yeah, Sam is, she makes the first move. I got to hand it to her. Kind of aggressive in that manner. And it's a nice moment, though. It's very nostalgic. And you can see that she does still have some feelings for Miguel. It ended so abruptly and so weird. And all of a sudden, there's a new person in her life. Yeah. Sometimes you have to give things time. Well, you could easily say Sam, when she met Robbie or shortly thereafter, was on the rebound from yeah. Miguel. Well, you could also say that she was on the rebound from Kyler <laughs> okay. when she met Miguel. So she's rebounded twice yeah. at the time when we Double rebound. Her. When's Kyler going to swoop back in? <laughs> I liked Kyler's character, actually. I, I wouldn't mind if he showed up again. He's just too terrified. What if Kyler comes back and joins Cobra Kai? You never know with That'll this show. Crazy. Yeah. So now we're at a Mexican restaurant, and Johnny and Carmen are having a really good time. While they're having this nice conversation, Carmen asks about Miguel's training. Carmen says, he's a good boy, but Johnny corrects her, he's a good man. That's right. So a little moment there in, in how they view Miguel or how Carmen views her little boy yeah. versus how Johnny views her son. That's a good point. And you can tell there's a shared love for Miguel, as yes. there always is between these two. Yeah, yeah. And Is it possible to like two people to have love, not, not only because maybe they love each other or like each other, but a love of someone else. Like they both love Miguel. Yeah. They both care about Miguel. Johnny could adopt Miguel. Wow. How crazy would that be? <laughs> Robbie would be heartbroken. Oh my gosh. So they're having a good time. And then who comes in? <laughs> this is, oh, the Cobra Kai universe always makes me crack up. So here's Johnny and Carmen having their date and Daniel and Amanda walk in. Date night for them. <laughs> and then of course, the only table available is right next to them. And it's very uncomfortable for Johnny and Daniel. But the women, they're getting along fabulously. Well, Amanda introduces herself to Carmen, extends herself. Carmen compliments Her earrings. Amanda's earrings, which yeah. is total lady thing to do. She knows. You know, guys, we can never compliment anything ever. Daniel asks the hostess if they have any other tables. Waitress answers no. Amanda right away orders a Cadillac margarita. Yep. I got to hand it to Daniel, though, at this very moment in time, because he still thinks Johnny ordered Miyagi-Do to be vandalized. Well, I think he's... Doesn't he still have that rage in him? He does, but he's unsure because Johnny's already dismissed that, but he's still not given up that Johnny must know something. Okay, so in this very moment, I had to hand it to Daniel, though, because I think that if, if anybody is most angry of this foursome, it would be Daniel. So I got to hand it to him for sitting down and, and carrying on with the I scene. agree, but I would also say this. Would this not be a good point in time for Daniel and Amanda to share with Johnny who was at their house that day? You would think so. You would think that there'd be one thing that, guess who came over? Guess who's looking better? Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe she already called Johnny. We're yeah. talking about Johnny's ex, Robbie's mother. But I couldn't believe that never came up. So there's a through line with Cobra Kai, and we've talked about this before on previous episodes, are these misunderstandings and miscommunications oh, yeah. that, that occur Whereas if everybody just sat down and really had a heart-to-heart, -heart, laid everything out, things may be a little different. If they all went on Dr. Phil, yeah, things might be different. You're right. I've always thought that with these two, for sure, with Johnny and Daniel in particular. They're 20-minute conversation away from being best friends. 
And they got really close at the bar that one scene yes. because they were able to share and talk about Allie. But inevitably, other things came up and they just didn't know how to talk about it. Alcohol seems to help. <laughs> Plug for alcohol. <laughs> Pro alcohol. If you're harboring some things in, sit down with your pal and have a drink. Well, the truth comes out. Now that I think about it, if I was a detective and I were interrogating somebody, I think I would, yeah. wouldn't offer them coffee. Get them I drunk. would offer them some alcohol. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so now we cut to Moon's house party and Sam, Robbie, Dimitri... And all the other Miyagi-Do students arrive. I like how Dimitri brings Trivial Pursuit. I said the same thing in my notes. <laughs> Hilarious. I do not remember that being a crowd pleaser in high school. No, especially present day. I mean, Cobra Kai is today. Exactly. Yeah. This is like already vintage. <laughs> and that's, and, yeah, that's not even necessarily a 2018 edition. No. And as they come in, of course, they spot Hawk, Aisha... And a lot of other Cobra Kai's. Yeah, it becomes a stare down in the middle of Moon's living room. And what I'm thinking is, Hawk is Moon's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Why is he there? I mean, wouldn't Moon... Well, but Moon, then again, Moon's about peace. Moon has a whole other ideology. I think it was her upbringing. What does she come over? Her, clear your chakras. Yeah. She's really cool. She wants to be the zen. And you're right. So an ex-boyfriend is like her best friend. She's cool with it. And she was okay with having... Cobra Kai there and yeah. mass and having Miyagi-Do and mass well, she, as arrive the, at her party. As the tension brews, as these two groups see each other for the first time, it takes Moon to come in and be like, hey, school starting. Well, specifically, she says, I figure with summer ending and school starting, we could stop all the fighting and be friends again. Yeah. I mean, because even Miguel and Tori walk in and Tori says, let's go. And then they walk back out. So even Tori didn't want to have it. Yeah. Well, Miguel could handle, but some of them are less mature than others. So school is literally the next Monday. And you know who I didn't see at this party? Who? Yasmin or Kyler, that old crew. <laughs> yeah, why aren't they there? Not that I necessarily miss Yasmin. She's not the enemy anymore. She's not. Now it's Cobra Kai, Miyagi-Do, and she's oh, not yeah, yeah. a focal okay. point No. after what Aisha did to her. Yeah, but I am a fan of old characters coming back. So oh, if yeah. she were to come back and have another place, have some sort of ulterior motive as it would be her way, yeah. I would welcome that. Now we cut back to the restaurant and drinks are being served. Like you said, Cadillac margarita. You've got a Michelada over here. And of course, Johnny stays true to himself. Coors Banquet. Okay, so I had to pause here. When I, I thought this was so hilarious that he's in a Mexican restaurant drinking a Coors Banquet. So what I did is I called two restaurants. I called Acapulco Restaurant in Glendale. Oh, yeah. I called Tequila's in Burbank right over here. And I asked both of them if they carry Coors Banquet. And? The answer was no. Oh. But they carry Coors Light. Okay. So I just found that interesting that he's going to a Mexican restaurant and having Coors Banquet. And Daniel gives him a little bit of a look, teases him a little bit about that choice. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. But I tell you what, though, <laughs> again, kudos to alcohol. It did make me want to try the Coors Banquet. Have you ever had a Coors Banquet? It's been a long time. I've never had one. I may have been a high schooler the last time I had a Coors okay. Banquet. Okay. I've had Coors Light. I definitely have had Coors Light. No, you know what? I've never had Coors Light. I've had Miller Light. I've never had a Coors well, now you in can, my life. Now you can go to Acapulco and have a Coors Light. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So I love that Daniel and Johnny begin to compare class sizes. And of course, class is a metaphor. Oh, yes, it is. Well, Johnny started it, yeah, right? Because they're still sitting at opposite tables, but close enough yeah. to overhear everything. Yeah. So Johnny tells Carmen officially, but he says it so that Daniel can hear, so many kids want to join my dojo. Yeah. 
And then Daniel tells Amanda how proud he is of his students. It's not the size, it's the quality. Yeah. 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 There may not be as many, but they have heart. He yeah. says that so Johnny can hear. So then Carmen has a great idea and says, why don't we push the tables together? At first, Johnny and Daniel are like, oh, no. But then Amanda says, that's a great idea. They ask the waitress and they make it happen. And Carmen says, are you Sam's parents? I'm Miguel's mom. Then Carmen and Amanda start talking about being boy crazy as teenagers. They start bonding over, you know, when they were teenage girls. Well, Carmen even says that she was sorry to hear Sam and Miguel break up. Yeah. And so everyone's the... kind of like, oh, yeah, it touched everybody. Like, oh, yeah. And Daniel acted like it bothered him. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, so are we. Mm -hmm. But it kind of bonds this foursome even more. Sure. Now we're back at Moon's party and there's a dance contest in full bloom. Yeah. I really love this character, Nathaniel, I realize. His, oh. his real name is Nathaniel O. And he busts some moves in Moon's living room. The little guy? Yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah. And then Stingray shows up with booze and a date who cannot believe they're at a kid's party. I got to hand it to Stingray because it would appear that he might be dating out of his league. Oh, for sure. Successfully. For sure. <laughs> he dates up. And they're obviously the oldest ones there. And then the date says to him, <laughs> the date says, I thought we were going to your friend's house party. And Stingray, I call him Stingray now. Stingray answers, these are my friends. Their parents are out of town. <laughs> yeah, he's down with it. Whatever. How old is Stingray, you think? Late 20s? Early 30s? Oh, I don't think he's that old, is he? I'd say mid-20s. Mid-20s? Yeah. Okay, so he's a mid-20s guy hanging out with all these 18, teenagers. 18, 19-year-olds, yeah. Or no, they're not 19, I'm sorry. They're probably 16, 17, 18. Yeah. So Sam goes outside, encounters Tori, and all of the sudden, they're about to embark on a very unique drinking contest. Which is funny because I didn't see the drinking in the fighting montage early in the episode. Yeah, they hadn't trained on this part. <laughs> and I got to hand it to Tori because she's already been drinking. She just came off another... Yeah, she bested somebody. Yeah, she bested some dude. Now she's coming over to, and trying to challenge Sam. I got well, to hand it to explain what kind of contest this is. Well, I was going to ask you if you've ever done this. What they do is they stand on one leg on footstools, very similar to the kind of stools you would see a stand-up comedian has next to them. Yeah. It's like a four-legged wooden stool. It's you secure see. enough to stand on. And then drinking. Yep. And I guess whoever slips or whoever touches down with the other foot yeah. yep. loses. I would be quite good at this game. Okay. But I I'm a lightweight now, unlike the old mace. But I could balance, but I couldn't drink as much. Of course, they're just chugging beer, but it does go on from there. Yeah. And how long are they up there? Five minutes? You don't know, you know. And what are the rules? I mean, do you have to have your leg in front of you? Can you have it behind you, sort of like a flamingo? I think as long as it's up, but it can never touch. But you can't switch legs. Have you heard of this game before? Have no, you ever seen it? Never. Okay. It's very interesting because you know what? If you fall off that stool, you could be seriously injured. This game is now sweeping the nation. <laughs> I don't know it's, what the name of it is, but it's got to have Cobra Kai in the title. It's the latest YouTube challenge. Yes. So yeah, so Samantha accepts oh the challenge. Oh my God, it's called Something Crane. Oh, I like it. The Drinking Crane. Oh my God, we've done it. The Drunken Crane. Yes. I love it. <laughs> okay, patent it. You heard it here first. Copyright. Samantha accepts the challenge, says, give me a cup, hops on the stool, and Robbie says, are you sure you want to do this? You yeah. know, so right now Robbie's the voice of reason, which is funny if you know Robbie's history. Yeah. But he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Sam and Tori face off in the drinking game on the stools. Well, they're very competitive. And sometimes, even if you've never done something before, and there's your arch rival, you're going to step up. This is Sam starting to be less good girl. Yeah. Right? Those choices. Yes. Yeah, so we see, exactly, just like the mother said, oh, we don't have to worry about you. This is Sam saying to her parents, uh, yeah, watch what your daughter does. So this is her being a bad girl. Well, let's not forget that Samantha has 
Daniel's blood in her. And Daniel doesn't always make the smartest decision initially. Very true. Amanda does. And she's probably been on the straight and narrow, messed up occasionally, maybe. But Samantha's a little bit of chip off the old block, if you will. But also, we haven't seen Samantha drink prior to this, right? No, we've not seen her drink. Much like we saw Miguel drink for the first time. Okay, so if you were to say offhand, who would win a drinking game? Tori versus Samantha? I'm going to... Tori. Yeah. Yeah. Tori, you know, she's probably from Reseda. Much like Miguel versus Robbie in a drinking game. Robbie probably has a history of drinking. I would imagine so. Remember, his buddies are over, they're rolling joints. You never know what Robbie was up to. Yeah. So I agree. But props to Sam. She's taking on Tori. I got to hand it to her. So now we cut back to the restaurant and everyone's ordering. I did learn something here, which I found interesting. And that is Amanda asks Carmen, what kind of work do you do? And Carmen says, I'm an x-ray technician. This is what Miguel's mother does for work. That's true. I never knew that. I'm always curious what people do for work, whether in TV or in real life. And she already knows what Amanda and Daniel do because she's seen the billboards. She says, I know what you do. I've seen the billboards. You kick the competition. And of course, Johnny's just like grimacing. Yeah. And then Johnny and Daniel start arguing about All Valley 1984. (laughs) Hilarious. It never leaves them. So as the server comes over, she starts to take the order, but by memory. And it really bothers Daniel and John. They want (laughs) this server to write it down. They know there'll be a mistake made. I'm kind of on board with them on that. But you know what? I'm not the kind of guy who, I usually just order off the menu. I'm not like, oh, don't add this, take away that. You know, I'm usually like, however it comes. But uh, Carmen ordered no sour cream. Right. And then Amanda orders no corn. Yeah. And so their orders are a little more complex. Johnny ordered no green stuff. Oh, on his... Uh, taco hard shell. Palo tacos. Palo. Johnny Lawrence in a Mexican restaurant is ordering chicken tacos in a hard shell. Yeah, they say, do you want tortilla or corn? Oh, just the hard shell. Wow. And Daniel's just like, eye roll. <laughs> so the server does not write it down, but they're not impressed. They're very pessimistic about this person getting it right. Yeah. And then the women decide to do what women do at restaurants is they dismiss themselves and go to the restroom. And Daniel and Johnny do not want to be left alone with each other, (laughs) which is hilarious. Don't go, don't go. (laughs) These guys, they get along great, but they have no interest in spending time together alone because it's just too uncomfortable for them. Yeah. So why is that? Well, what are they going to talk about? I mean, really... 1984, All Valley. <laughs> that's, that's... I don't know. Maybe Daniel could be like, hey, remember the car we gave you? How is it? You know, is it running okay? I you know. Like... They struggle, these two. Yeah. They're too funny. They're so similar. They just can't get out of their own way sometimes. So now we're back at the party. Sam and Tori are in the midst of this contest. And I'm loving that rooting on Tori is Stingray. Oh my God. And he, <laughs> so funny. He has two 40 ounce beers duct taped to his hands. Have you ever seen this before? It is so unique. I've never seen it. And I absolutely <laughs> love it. This is also sweeping the nation. This is at a college campus near you. I love seeing that. I'm not even big on 40 ounce beers. That was hilarious. Yeah, he has, those. his hands are completely tied to these things. Who taped him up? Does his girlfriend think this is great? (laughs) Or did he go get another Cobra Kai and say, hey, no, tape me. I love it. It's hilarious. And he's pounding these two drinks. Well, his girlfriend starts to root for Sam real quick. And then Stingray's like, oh, no, no, that's Miyagi-Do. We don't root for them. Yeah, no. Or Cobra Kai. So now we're inside and we see Hawk watching Moon talk to a guy. And it's bothering him, of course. And then enter a pretty young girl. Yeah. Hawk sets his sights on her. Mm Mm-hmm. And moves in. And Sal, take it from here. Hawk sees this girl 
walk in. Piper. Yeah. He walks over to her. He starts talking. Oh, he says, I like your hair. Yeah. She goes, I like your hair too. And then he says, oh, uh, a lot of people want to touch it. I don't let them, but I'd let you. And you think, hey, this is kind of going okay at first. Yeah. But then boom, Moon walks over. Yeah. Introduces this girl as Piper. Her girlfriend. Says, hey, babe. Oh, yeah. And then they start kissing. Right in front of Hawk. Oh. He was getting ready to say his name to Piper. <laughs> and his ex came over and is making out with this girl. And I felt like Hawk turned back into Eli for a minute. <laughs> he became Eli again for a few seconds. Yeah, he walked away, dejected. He's at a party. It looks like a pretty fun party. Yeah. And he's sitting on a couch just being grumpy. Totally. What's he doing? He's pulling a Miguel. Go outside and watch the drinking game. Have some fun. Well, he's pining over Moon. Yeah, he is. Young love, man. You know what? I'm thinking, though, I mean, she broke up with him. I'm thinking he could have tried to salvage it. And this is his way. Yeah, just looking at her. Now, he should make a move. He made a mistake, and she ended it. And you're right. Yeah. He's just staring at her at a party. She's obviously moved on. She's now seeing a woman. (laughs) Whoa. I do know that when it comes to high school relationships, I was in enough to know that there's oftentimes a back and forth. You don't just like break up instantaneously. There may be like a see each other a couple times and sort things out maybe. But theirs didn't. No, I know. But so I, so I think Hawk might have missed an opportunity. And now he's trying to make this his opportunity. And it's too late. A day late, dollar short for Hawk. So now we're back at the restaurant again. And Johnny and Daniel begin to chat. Yeah. Well, first they start talking about the vandalism at Miyagi-Do, yep. Valley Fest. <laughs> Well, Johnny is saying that I had nothing to do with it. And Daniel might buy that, but then he's going to throw those other things out there. How about everything else? How about Valley Fest? And Johnny takes full credit for Valley Fest. Yeah, he goes, well, that was me. But then Daniel talks about Crease showing up at Miyagi-Do. And, and that was news to Johnny. Yeah. And Johnny says, well, Crease is gone for good. I want Cobra Kai to be better. And if you look at Daniel's face, he yeah. looks on as Johnny's talking like this. You see Daniel starting to think, is Johnny either not who I thought he was, or is he changing, or he's shifting, or he's evolving, you start to see Daniel almost start to look upon Johnny in a different way, because he's getting to know him, is what he's doing. He's surprised. Daniel was surprised. But I wouldn't say he's entirely convinced. No, no, no. He's still skeptical, but you see those gears start to turn a little bit. Absolutely. And then the ladies return, and they briefly mention Robbie's enrolled in school. Yep. Robbie's going to West Valley High. The LaRusso say that they enrolled him. And Johnny thinks that's a great idea, and he should have never dropped out of school. No, everybody can agree on that. Sure. Don't drop out. But Sal, I have a question. Did Amanda and Daniel finally figure out that Robbie's resume was a fraud? (laughs) His wonderful transcripts, all of those things. Yeah, interesting. I'm thinking maybe when they were at the beach club and Robbie revealed a little bit to Amanda about his past. His past, you're right. Yeah, maybe they started to put the pieces together. Maybe Robbie revealed a little bit more. Yeah. And the LaRusso started to really know who Robbie is. I forgot about that, though, because, yeah, he's officially or was officially a LaRusso employee. That's right. Is he still working at LaRusso Auto? We haven't seen him. I think it's evolved. I think he's into Miyagi-Do and getting him on the right track. And I'm sure he'd come clean before. But I remember that popped in my head when I saw that No, that's interesting, though. Yeah. So then the food comes, and naturally, there's a mistake. But yeah, it's funny because both Daniel and Johnny both agree, you got to write it down. And then Johnny makes a joke, white belt. Yeah, like a little karate joke. Yeah. That was so funny. Yeah, a little karate joke. They both laugh. This was the first time, I think, Johnny and Daniel have shared a laugh together. Maybe since the bar. Did they have a laugh at the bar? They were having some good times about Schwarber and Allie's new last name. Okay. 
But yeah. anyway, it is a bonding moment. Yeah. And it did bring them together. Yeah. There are these little moments there if you pay attention. Now we're back at the party and Hawk is getting more upset while watching Moon and Piper make out. You know, this is maybe in bad taste of Moon, I got to say. You're making out with your new girlfriend. Your ex-boyfriend's sitting right over there. Yeah, but he could do something else, as you just said. Okay, he could get up and walk away, but you know what? Moon can get up and walk away. Yeah, it's true. It's her house. But he's sitting there staring. And I mean, then, I would not do this. I would not torture myself like that. No way. I would get the hell out. And then Dimitri comes in, and he's trying to connect with Hawk, and he sort of does as they start to talk about Doctor Who. Well, because he also tries to give him some friendly advice. Dimitri says, she's moved on, man. Yeah, that's right. She's moved on. Maybe you should. The walls start to come down just a little bit. Yeah. Eli starts to come out a little bit, back with his old friend, talking about nerd stuff. Doctor Who and the latest Doctor Who, which for you nerds is a woman, right? Yep. So Dimitri dumps this news on Eli or Hawk, and they have a little bonding moment. He's like, oh, wow, okay. But then what does Hawk do? Hawk gets up, you know, because Hawk is catching himself. Yep. He's like, wait a second. I'm no. not into that stuff. Yeah, I'm not into that nerd shit. And he gets up, dumps his drink right on Dimitri's head. And Hawk says, just what I thought, still a pussy. And yeah. walks away. Holy cow. Yeah, he didn't want Dimitri to give him love advice. He doesn't want to be considered a nerd anymore. No. He's moved on. Wow. So, Definitely felt bad for Dimitri there. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, he's sitting at a, in the middle of a party with a drink poured over you. Not good. He will get his revenge. And still no Trivial Pursuit game played here at all. No, didn't really pan out. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside, the contest continues, and now they've moved on to vodka. Tori orders two shots of vodka. Sam downs it. Tori gets distracted, falls off the stool. Samantha wins. Wow. And then Tori just, she's pissed. She just just runs off. Pissed, embarrassed, takes off. So no one's really a winner in this situation, I would say. So cut back to the restaurant. Alcohol is in full swing. Everyone's having a great time. And... I love Johnny's line about another round. I don't know. The last time I went four rounds at LaRusso, I took a foot to my face. Yes. A very interesting moment because you know what? That's the first time we've ever seen Johnny Lawrence joke about 1984 off Alley. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I like that he's fun spirited. He can joke about it now. I mean, it's been 35 years. So come on. Uh, If you can't joke about things from 35 years ago, I don't know what to tell you. You're too uptight. Yeah, but it's very funny to see him joke about that. I totally agree. Funny moment. Everyone got a big laugh. And then, after the joke and everyone's having a good time, then what happens? We hear music. Amanda starts grooving in her seat, says, I love salsa night. And she wants to get up and start dancing. And then both couples are dancing. Yep, everybody hits the dance floor. At first, Johnny's reluctant. I like this line. Carmen says to Johnny, I can be your salsa sensei. That was nice. What man could resist that? So they're on the dance floor. Everybody's having a great time. Johnny orders another round. He says, make it a double. Double Coors Banquet. (laughs) So, all right. Fun is had by all. Surprisingly so. The LaRussos and the Lawrences. Well, sort of the Lawrences. Yeah. It's double date night. Everybody's having fun. It's wonderful. See what Mexican food can do. (laughs) It bonds people. It does. And salsa. So now we're back at the party and Robbie stops Sam from drinking more. So she leaves the contest to go inside yeah. to pour another drink. Yeah, wow. Who knew that she was such a heavyweight when it came to drinking? I don't know if I could outdrink Sam Not at this point. making good choices right now. But Sam says to Robbie, are you my boyfriend or my babysitter? 
Hello. And Robbie leaves to go get food for Amanda. He says, I'll be back. I'm going to go get you some food. Then Aisha comes over and shares with Sam that Miguel is the one that returned the Medal of Honor. Yes. And this is news to Sam because she just thought that it was laying out in the backyard. And she's drunk. She's not processing things perfectly right now, but it definitely affected her. Yeah. Like these early thoughts of Miguel early in their episode when she had the octopus or the pulpo. Mm -hmm. And now to find out that he did the right thing, she's conflicted and she doesn't have her senses. Yeah. So she excuses herself. She tells Aisha, I'm going to go get some air. Yep. She walks out. And then we see Dimitri on a microphone. Yeah. It's in front of a DJ. He grabs the microphone grabs from the it DJ. Away he does, right? And begins to call out Eli slash Hawk. Oh, he says, I'd like to make a toast to Eli Moskowitz. And the crowd's like, oh, what? Oh, some of you may know him as Hawk. Oh, my God. We watched every Harry Potter movie together. <laughs> and he cried and cried uh, when a certain character died. Yeah. And you could tell, like, Hawk is just, like, fuming. Well, he's roasting Hawk. Right. And normally at a roast, the guest of honor agrees to it in advance. (laughs) So Dimitri is spontaneously roasting Hawk in a very embarrassing manner. And Hawk is not the kind who likes to joke about himself. No. Well, he's still becoming this new identity. He's embarrassed of the past. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very sensitive to him. Any Eli talk, especially in front of his peers, because he has a new persona. And I will tell you that I was very impressed by the way that Dimitri held the microphone. Oh, yeah. I look at the way, whenever you see somebody holding a microphone, you could tell if they've ever held a microphone before. Yeah. And I think maybe Dimitri may have done some stand-up comedy. Okay. I'll have to ask him that. I'm going to ask him when I meet him. So now we cut back to the restaurant, which is a Don Corazon's, by the way, said the door. And everyone is leaving and buzzed. And then there's a nice moment between Johnny and Daniel about they don't have to be at war despite their different dojos, and they shake hands. Is that the first time we've ever seen them shake hands? I'm thinking since the end of the 84, when Johnny, when Johnny presented over, the trophy, we've never seen The very them. same trophy that you gave me? That's right. Wow. <laughs> we've, you know, we'll put that on our dashboard of your car. We have never seen them shake hands, right? Wow. The day they test drove... Johnny's challenger, and they went to the bar. I don't think they shook hands. I mean, it was a nice moment when they went to Seven Seas, but they didn't shake hands. So well, you're right. It was a very symbolic moment. I think also because didn't Johnny say something about Crease? Oh, Crease was about war. Yeah. I'm not. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So he gave some reassurance to Daniel that Crease is out of this picture. Yeah. So well, yeah. I was making it about them. One is Miyagi Do, one is Cobra Kai, and they'll probably always be that, but they don't have to be. At war with one another. Yeah. And you're right. It was Kreese's war to fight. Yeah. So everyone says goodnight and leaves the salsa bar. Oh, it was funny when the valet brings the car up (laughs) and Daniel sees the Cobra Kai car, which I guess he hadn't seen before. And he's like, are you serious? He hadn't seen the paint shop with the logo on there. Yeah. You couldn't resist, could you? Yeah. And I love how Johnny's like, let's go, Carmen. Good night, LaRusso's. Like they do it every Saturday night. It was really cute, I thought. Sure. So now we cut back to the party. And Miguel checks in on Sam, who is outside alone. Yeah, Sam's sitting outside in the back. Now, why is she alone? Wouldn't there be other people out there? Well, I think she's trying to get air. Robbie's trying to get her food. So she's out there just probably trying to get her wits about her. Yeah, and try to sober up. Exactly. So Miguel approaches. Sam thanks him for returning the medal. Yep. Which we learned from Aisha. She stumbles. He catches her. Yep. And then, I was surprised by this. I couldn't believe it. 
you think it's going to stop there. And like a moment of like, wow, like when Robbie and Sam nearly kissed when they were having yeah. s'mores or Samores. Yes. And you think it's going to stop there, but it doesn't. Did she kiss him and then he accepted or did they kiss each other? It was pretty mutual. Okay. So a pretty mutual kiss, but led by her almost tripping it into him. Right. So they're kissing for a moment out in the backyard next to this pool. And who's in the window? Of course. Not uh. Robbie, but Tori. I didn't even think about that. What if it had been Robbie? It's worse that Tori saw it, I think. Robbie would have come right over and dealt with it right then and there. Probably so, yeah. Tori saying it, she's more sinister. Okay, now that you mention it, though, Tori could have ran out at that moment and be like, what are you doing with my man? Yeah. Instead, she's like, oh, let me deal with this later. I'll kill you in your sleep. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that is, yeah, yeah. You got to watch out for those kinds. So Tori's watching from the window. Miguel, though, he backs away. He does. And he says, we shouldn't. I'm with Tori. So Miguel tries to do the right and thing. And you're with Robbie. Yeah. And then Sam says, I have to go, walks away. And as soon as she walks away, there's a pool there. I thought she was going to fall into the pool. I just thought she was going to. That's hilarious. It's right there. Yeah. It would have been so embarrassing for her to do that. But anyway, now she walks right past it. So now we're back inside and Dimitri shares Eli's history of bedwetting. Oh. And that Dimitri's mother had a special air mattress for him when he stayed the night and they called it. Eli's waterbed. Oh, no. Devastating. Yeah, this is really, really embarrassing. Demetrius pushed it to a whole new level. And then Hawk has had his fill. He's about to go for Dimitri, but Robbie and Chris step in the way. Right. Moon intervenes. Yep. And Cobra Kai and Miyagi-Do are having a sort of face-off there. For the second time. Yeah, again. Yeah, later on in the night now, the second face-off. Stingray says, I smell a rumble. And then? Police. Police lights. You see lights coming yeah. in the party and kids are fleeing. Except for Moon, who lives there. <laughs> so everyone is like panicking and hilarious. What happens to Stingray? Stingray still has these beer bottles taped to his hands. He says, I can't go to jail. My mom will kill me. Tries to open up sliding doors to escape, but the beers are taped to his hands. He can't open up the sliding door. But somehow he manages with his head. Somehow he gets through. Everyone's running. Miguel asks Aisha if she's seen Tori. She says no. Stingray runs out. What happened to Stingray's date? Oh, she's gone. I thought Stingray was going to pull Kool-Aid and just go through the glass door. <laughs> just bust through it. Uh, well, he had glass hands. I thought he might, you know, break it down, but he did manage to get out, which is pretty funny. All of these people running from the police, I couldn't help but have flashbacks of the Warriors. If you remember the park when they oh, all yeah. gathered, when Cyrus is up there, can you dig it? He gets shot. Then the police are coming and then everybody's pandemonium. This is what I was reminded of. Just everybody just running in all different directions. Nobody really knowing where to go. No. And the cops are only going to get a couple people probably, but you do not want to be one of those couple people. Well, as a teenager who has been in similar situations oh, yeah. as the Cobra Kais and the Miyagi-Dos, I will say that the consensus was always, they can't catch all of us. <laughs> exactly. Save yourself. Yeah. And they're probably going to get... MIPs, minors in possession, they're all drinking. So obviously one of Moon's neighbors have called yeah. due to noise ordinance or noise complaints. Sure. And they're going to come usually find the owner and talk to them, sometimes even give them a big fat ticket. Not oh, yeah. that Moon couldn't afford it, but then her parents aren't going to know. And they're going to know anyway, because yeah. someone's probably going to rat on them. Sure. But yeah, there's teenagers fleeing all over the backyard. People are jumping in cars. It's a crazy scene. Yeah. So now we're back at Johnny's apartment. And he's walking Carmen to the door. And they share a very cute, innocent goodnight kiss. 
it was innocent in that it wasn't make out city, but it was, you know, I, I think they're into each other at this moment. Absolutely. There was enough sensuality in the kiss that leads you to uh, believe that there's hope. And it was kind of funny because Johnny went back to his apartment, opened up a Coors, and was mad at himself for not inviting Carmen over. Yeah. Having regrets over how the night ended, which is such a guy thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Good night. I should have invited her in, dumbass. That's what he says to himself. And then? A knock at the door. And of course you think it's Carmen. And right? Johnny thinks it's Carmen. And right? Didn't like, he say like, oh, miss me already? Yep. He thinks Carmen has come to chase him. And Sal, did you have any idea what we were about to see? No way. No way. I might have thought it was Carmen at first, or even if it wasn't Carmen, I did not expect that when he opens up the door, it's Robbie and a drunken Sam, and Robbie says, hey, Dad. Wow. Yeah. What an episode, and what an ending. Not to mention, I don't think we've ever seen Robbie call Johnny Dad. Exactly. Wow. And it's like, they're on good terms all of a sudden. And what's Johnny going to do? Of course he's going to bring him in. Sure. But episode stops there, <sighs> setting up. Season two finale Wow! will be next episode. What a great episode. So much to take in. So much pulpo. So much. So <laughs> much octopus. Or octopi. Octopi. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening. And we'd greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you have the time to leave us a short review, it would truly help us as well. We also encourage our listeners to follow us on social media at Let's Talk Cobra Kai for Facebook and Instagram and at Talk Cobra Kai on Twitter. And if you have any questions, that's a great place to message us. Lastly, you can now become an official supporter of Let's Talk Cobra Kai on Patreon. And you can stream every episode as well as our other shows from our website, which is just curiousmedia.com. Thanks so much. No mercy.